welcome to episode number 38 of BYOB, Be Your Own Bliss, the podcast. I am your host, Lisa Thruston, and today is, I don't want to call it a doozy of an episode, but the thought of what we're talking about today can kind of make some of us get a little bit uptight, nervous, worried. Don't get too scared yet. We're talking about letting go. And letting go in the sense of what thoughts do we need to let go of? What beliefs do we need to let go of? And how does letting go either serve us or not serve us? This is something that I've been working on recently, currently, because like all things, when we talk healing, when we talk about, you know, this process of transforming ourselves, healing ourselves, it's never one and done. As much as we would like it to be, it's this ongoing process. So you do this work, you do this work, and then you get to this new place of experiencing a more authentic you. And then more life happens, more experience happens, more information happens, and you're like, ooh, all right, here we go. Now we gotta move up to that next level. All of a sudden there's a staircase again. We might not have seen it, maybe it was hidden in the fog, hidden by some trees. Now we start seeing steps again. Now we start seeing ways that maybe things in our lives aren't serving us. So it's time to take those steps to move us through, move us forward. And I kind of found myself in the last couple of months, which is why there was a longer hiatus than I was planning, because I had to do a deep dive again. And I'm going to be doing a podcast episode kind of about the cocooning thing. So that will be coming. But I got into this space again of having to reevaluate my thoughts, my feelings, what was serving me, what wasn't think my hesitation, my feelings of being scared about this came from, but I just did all this work. (laughs) Anybody else have those moments where they're like, but I just did all this hard work. I just did all this deep dive, this healing, this inner work. I can't be ready for more, but sometimes we can. Sometimes we get to a spot where we've moved through some of the ego, some of those really tough blocks. So it becomes easier for us to get back to that next space, which will be a whole episode (laughs) in and of itself. But let's talk about letting go and making room because those are two sides of the same coin. When we let go, we make room. Making room for what? That's gonna be up to you. Letting go of what? Again, whole bunch of different things. So this was part of a discussion um, in a group I'm in about kind of letting go and making room. And one of the thoughts that really stuck with me was that maybe sometimes we're holding on to things, ideas, beliefs that aren't ours to hold on to. So is it maybe a belief that a former partner, a parent, a relative, a friend had told us that we believed in, but maybe it's not ours to hold on to anymore. Maybe there's part of that story that we still believe that truly isn't ours to hold on to anymore, but we might be a little too afraid to let go of that. And that's okay. This is always a process of slowly uncurling our fingers so that we can let go of that control because we need to ask ourselves, is this thought, is this belief really mine to hang on to, to hold on to? Is this something that 
I have let go of, but maybe not realized it. And that was a super powerful one for me as well, is this thought that, well, if I've let it go, then obviously I'm going to realize I've let it go and be moving on and X, Y, or Z. But maybe that's not the case. I mean, for those really held on to long held beliefs, you know, that maybe you're not enough or that you're not smart or funny or whatever it may be. Maybe you've let go of those expectations or let go of a certain belief about yourself. You haven't really fully let yourself embrace that release that maybe you did let it go, but it's been so much a part of who you define who you are that it's really hard to believe that you could let it go. And sometimes maybe that's the bigger question. You can't believe that you could actually let go of this thing that felt like it had such a grip on you for so long. This is part of that ongoing learning, that ongoing journey of once you get to that new level, once you get to that new place on your journey, on your healing, on your work, you have to stop and reevaluate again. You have to stop and say, am I still holding on to things? Are there still things that I'm not letting go of? And if so, why? Because there's a reason that we may not be ready to fully release the grip on whatever that thought, that feeling, that belief, that story was. And just because it doesn't feel like it's serving you right now does not mean that it's easy to let go. But here's where we start to use our tools again, where we start to journal about what does it say if I let go of blank? What do I feel like that says about me if I let go of that? Do I feel like I'm allowed to, right? I think sometimes there's a permission to saying, I release this. I am letting go of this. And that can be really hard because I know for me, there's a comfort in so much of the maybe... I don't want to call them bad habits because there's a reason that we're holding on to them usually, that they're serving some sort of purpose, that there's something there that we're keeping it around. And for me, it's about safety. It's usually about comfort, about feeling safe and in control. I have always struggled with not being able to control every last aspect of how something is going to turn out. Because there's always this thought in my head that if I can control all of these moving parts, all of these pieces, then one, people will will like me. Two, I'm not going to look foolish or dumb or whatever it is. And then three, you know, if I have control over the narrative, then I have control over how people see me. And that's a tough one for me to still work on and still control, especially now that I'm way more front facing to public and to people that, you know, see me and connect with me and see my work and my words and all that stuff, but who I have never met in real life, who I have no real personal relationship with maybe yet. But as you know, we connect on social media, sometimes there's this false sense of a relationship and knowledge about people, but really wanting to control how I'm viewed. And so a lot of my work in the last year or so has been letting go of that need for everybody to like me and having that reminder of, I don't like everybody. Why should everybody like me? And wanting to put more effort and attention and energy towards the people I know 
are going to like me, want to learn from me, want me to coach them, want to work with me, and not putting as much energy towards the people who just don't want to get it, are purposely trying to miss the point, or who just want to go online and be jerks and miss the point completely. And that's not where my life, my energy is best served. So that's always something that I'm working on, of letting go of feeling this need to present a certain face to the world, of letting, you know, my sadness, happiness, indifference, that whole spectrum of feeling being seen. And knowing that even though I might have let go of a little bit of that, like with anything, it kind of pops up in your life in maybe a different way. So while I may have left, let go of some self-doubt, while I'm on this new level now, it has now created different versions of self-doubt. <laughs> so it's possible to let go and release versions of things. And I don't, I think we do ourselves a disservice when we feel like we, if we've let go of something, it's never going to show up again. I think it does, but I think maybe it shows up in a version that's more in aligned with the new person we are now. So like self-doubt of mine from like two years ago, it's not going to be the same self-doubt I have now because I'm not that same person from two years ago. I've created new and better self-doubt. <laughs> no, because my life is in a different space. There are different things, different aspects of self-doubt that are going to show because I wasn't ready to process and let go of them in those previous versions. So some of it is finding that permission to being like, okay, it's not going to be ever a one and done, but the new up level of me, the new experiences I'm having are going to create new things for me to let go. Or maybe it's different chapters that we need to let go and process. This chapter of, you know, fear, this chapter of grief, this chapter in self-confidence, all of those things, you don't just let go of the big topic. It's a lot smaller than that. So giving yourself permission to know that, hey, letting go is going to look different as you start to move, as you heal, as you grow in your self journey, in that healing journey, it's always going to be changing and morphing and being okay with that. It's okay that these new things pop up. It's okay that we start to see some more work to be done. But that's why we develop the tools. That's why we try and work on this knowledge so that when this new thing pops up, we know how to start to release it, start to let go. But on the flip side of that, if we feel and we notice we have this tendency to hold tight, to be afraid to let go, we also have to remind ourselves that when we hold so tight to whatever it is, we block the ability to open ourselves up to receive. There's a flow, okay? There's this like ability to balance it out. We have to let go to make space for the new, the better, the bigger, the brighter to come in. I know in my experience, the holding on, the not letting go was that I was afraid of the new, the bigger, the better. Because what if I wasn't equipped to handle it? Who am I to want these big, bold, amazing dreams? 
And then once I have these big, bold, amazing dreams, what in the heck am I supposed to be doing with this? <laughs> you have given me what I wanted and now you expect me to know what to do with it? Holy moly, I've got all of this stuff now. So it means what, I have to go for more? How do I keep this up? I, and then you, you know, you can see it starts a whole new kind of spiral because like, how do I maintain this new level, this new space, this new experience that can feel overwhelming. But that's the whole beauty of this is learning that in this process of letting go, we can start to make space not to make space for things that are going to be scary, but hopefully to make space for things that are going to support us more fully, that are going to add more to our lives. This idea that we're not going to get more than we can handle. And I know sometimes we do. And, you know, it just kind of works out in not so awesome ways. But, 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 but usually by opening ourselves up, we get exactly what we need wherever we are in this journey. And maybe because it's big and scary and unknown, it doesn't feel safe to open ourselves up to this new kind of expectation, this new kind of joy, excitement, life. I think that is something to really sit down and explore. If it were safe for me to receive all of this, if it were safe for me to open up to this new stuff, what would that feel like? How would it feel to receive more, bigger, better? Because safety is a real concern because sometimes we don't feel safe with those big, bold dreams for whatever reason. And there's a whole bunch of reasons and they're unique and special to you. But maybe you've been told that it's silly or ridiculous or somebody like you doesn't get that. That is a common refrain in my brain. <laughs> Who am I to ask for this? Who am I to want space for this in my life? That just seems utterly silly, but it's also a great starting point here is not necessarily I'm making space for this thing. What feelings are you making space for? Because I think sometimes that's that first gateway, that first step into truly letting us be expansive and have that great space base for all the awesome stuff coming in is if I can focus on how I feel. It takes the pressure off of it having to be like the right thing I want or the right dream or the correct whatever because joy can show up in a million different ways. Happiness can show up in a whole variety of ways. Peace, tranquility, excitement, inspiration, all of those things have an infinite number of ways to show up in your life. So when you feel too scared to make space for an exact dream, if you're not quite ready to say those dreams out loud, say the feeling, say the experience you want to feel, because that you can tap into joy right now. You could tap into happiness. You could tap into love, laughter, a whole variety of those uplifting, inspiring, good emotions in an instant. But to tap into that big dream of writing a book, that big dream of sailing the world, that big dream of owning your own business, that can feel too overwhelming. So what's that first step to space? Maybe it's allowing yourself to find a bit of gratitude every day, that bit of joy each day, 
a bit of peace each day. Stop thinking that you have to do it all in one giant step. You don't get to the top of the mountain in one step. It was one of the exercises I have done when I was thinking about letting go. What was kind of this metaphor that came to my my mind when I think of letting go? And the first thing that popped up was the idea of a ropes course. So if you're not familiar, it's, you know, usually within a bunch of big trees and you've got platforms on the trees and they're connected by like a series of ropes or rope bridges or, you know, it's something that, you know, is going to take a little bit of <laughs> an adventurous spirit to do because you're going to have to do some balance work. It's not going to be very stable. It requires some trust. That's where I was thinking when I came to letting go that it required a lot of trust and not thinking that I could do it. And then my my coach was like, well, I want you to really break down the different parts of the rope horse and see what you come up with. What I came up with was this sense of, oh my gosh, I think I'm way more supported to taking those first steps than I thought. I know that there are a lot of different parts on a rope course, but this is very basic. This is boiled down. This is what I came up with. This is what really stuck in my brain. So when you're doing this rope course, it starts with a harness on your person. So you're strapped into this harness. And to me, that was really my tools, my knowledge, my gifts, everything that I'm building to make myself safe and strong and supported that I'm doing to help myself. That is my harness. Most of the time between the trees, there's this a line that you clip into and that clip is connected to your harness. All right, so that clipped line are my angels, my spirit guides, my mentors, my coaches, those people with knowledge and wisdom that are helping me and supporting me. And while they're guiding me and they're kind of giving me that way to go, it is still ultimately up to me to move the line. That line is going to be there whether I clip in and start walking across or not. I am just using their help and their resources, their knowledge, their information, their exercises, their tools to kind of that direct line into me, into my harness, into my tool belt. Then you have the net below. And that is my friends, my family, my community, those people who are going to be there to catch me if and when I fall or when I kind of slip. They're the people who are always going to be there. And the line in between the platforms, that's our path. Okay, that's the (laughs) that's that path of taking that first step, that faith, that trust in stepping off of one platform on our way to the other. So the platform we're leaving is that former version of ourselves that past version of you. And that version is always there, but we don't serve ourselves by hiding on that platform, by staying that past version of ourselves. Our goal, our mission, our journey, our life is to keep moving forward on that path, even when it's scary. And that platform on the other end of the line, that's for future you. And that version of you is there to encourage you. It's there to be that inspiration. If I make this journey, I take those steps, I get to be her, that next level, that up level, that version of me and be excited and joyful and ready for. And her job on that other platform is to remind you that you can do this. 
She's not going to tell you how. She's not going to divulge any of those secrets, but it's going to tell you that we got here. We did it. We made it. It's going to be okay. All of this to say that you are way more supported to take that first nervous step than maybe you think you are. That there's a lot more around you, helping you, holding you, keeping you as safe as possible. There's no way to do this 100% safe. No way, because it's life and nothing can be 100% safe. But trust that you've got some of the tools and the experience needed to get you moving across. And know that there are gonna be times that you slip and fall off of that little rope path, but that's what the harness is there for. That's what those guides are there for, to hold you while you get your footing again, and you will. And if worse comes to worse and you fall all the way down, that's what the net is for. Let those friends, family, loved ones, partners, spouses, whoever uplift you, hold you until you're ready to climb back up, get on your path and start walking again. Because that future you made space, made space for you to come, for you to show up, for those awesome things to happen on that next platform. But you have to trust, you have to take that first step. And it's scary. I will never say it is not scary, it is. But if you truly want to start to embrace a more authentic, a more real version of you, we have to take those first steps. And knowing that the community here is always ready to support you. I mean, don't forget, I have an online membership space. So if you're ever looking for that safe space to start to experiment that letting go, to start to experiment that making space, it's always there. Come join us. We have fun. (laughs) All this to say is that is part of our work, part of our journey to work on the letting go and to work on making it safe for that abundance to come to us, for that amazing gift to come to us. And maybe part of that is working on the worthiness to create the space, to feel like it's safe enough for you to be the steward of all of the gifts that are coming for you, to you. So letting go and making space is a big topic. And I know that it can be kind of scary. And that's why it is important to find those communities, those spaces to do that. I mentioned it a little bit before. I do have the Sacred You Studio, which invites you to kind of explore letting go in ways of like our expectations, letting go of beliefs about how our bodies move, how we are in those kind of spaces. And coming this fall, I'm going to be adding some wild soul movement classes, which is a beautiful way to move the body, reprogram the brain, and create this space, this practice, this ease in letting go and making space. So make sure you hop over there and join me because you won't want to miss those classes. They really are transforming and magical in a way that you just have to experience to believe. I will put a link in the show notes, so make sure you join us. If you join now, you get two free weeks. Uh, so you can play around with all of the classes that are already recorded. I do live stream classes and so Once we get into the fall, I'm going to be adding some more onto the schedule. So you will want to make sure you are in the space and ready to 
do that as well. If you're not following me on Instagram, head on over there. I'm at Lisa Thruston. Always got good stuff happening on the Instagram as well. And as always, if there's anything that you want to hear about, talk about, any guests you think I should be inviting on, make sure you message me, get me that information. I'm happy to do my best to make those things happen. And just to really give yourself the joy, the permission, the space to let go, make room for all the amazing stuff that you deserve. So I just want you to remember that bliss is not without, it is within. Until next time.